everybody. Welcome to our podcast, Geeta, a mantra for success. Today we move on to the seventh chapter of the Geeta. Mm-hmm. In this chapter, Krishna continues speaking about Jnana Yoga. But at the same time, he starts inserting the concept of Bhakti Yoga. As usual, we will share the key points from Perima's interpretation. Uh, so, how do you want to start? What is interesting to me about the chapter 7 is mm. Krishna does not go directly to Bhakti Yoga. He first tries to explain the relationship between nature and soul. The same thing that he explained using references from the Sankhya philosophy in chapter 2. Mm. But at the same time, he starts referring to himself as God. So now we before move there, let's first understand how Krishna defines people. Mm-hmm. Okay. He says that there are two kinds of people, mm-hmm. those who perform evil actions mm-hmm. and the second one are those who perform good actions. He says that those who are engaged in good actions to turn the outcome into something bigger or mm-hmm. higher without any attachment they are devotees. Interesting. So it has nothing to do with just going to the temple uh, and praying and chanting God's name or Krishna's name. Mm-hmm. But when you come out of the temple, you're back to your evil action, thinking bad about others, harming others and so on. That is not being a devotee. Correct? No. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he's trying to say. Makes sense. So Krishna says that there are four kinds of devotees mm-hmm. or bhaktas, right? right? So the first kind of bhakta is artha. Mm-hmm. Or a person in distress. For example, such people, they surrender to God when they are in financial, physical or emotional problems. <laughs> so, you know, such people do not remember God otherwise. Mm. Uh, remember how students go to the temple right before an exam. So now that's Artha kind of Bhakta. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Very common. Uh-huh. Now the second kind of Bhakta is the Artha Arthya or the power seeker. Mm. So they are the ones looking for material possessions. Mm -hmm. Remember those people who wear 10 rings in 10 fingers because they do not want to lose money or fame or power. Mm, Of course, of course. (laughs) So such people think only God can sanction them what they want. So they do all kinds of pujas or tapasyas or, you know, yagyas. So they are artha arthya. To withhold the power and mm-hmm. fame and yes, mm-hmm. desperation. Desperation. The third kind of bhakta is jigyasu or mm-hmm. nigyasu or inquisitive. So such bhaktas are always looking for knowledge. Good. Or the fourth kind of bhakta is jnani or jnani mm-hmm. or the wiser one who realizes that God is everywhere including within us in the form of soul or energy or force, whatever you call it. Perfect. And such people want nothing except discovering that power within themselves. And such people who understand the nature of God, they experience absolute freedom because they are close to the self. Interesting, Mm. interesting. I I love the concept of Jnani Bhakta Mm. because it it makes uh, sense to me. Mm -hmm. Anyway, now Krishna tries to explain two kinds of knowledge. Mm -hmm. The lower Aparavidya Mm -hmm. and the higher Paravidya. Mm There are five physical elements that Mm. everybody knows. Mm. Earth, water, fire, Mm. wind and space. Mm -hmm. As well as subtle elements Mm. which are mind, ego and intellect. Mm -hmm. So these eight elements are the apara, Mm. lower or inferior type of nature. It is a binding factor of the universe which we can see. Mm -hmm. This is what we experience and feel. Mm. The para, on the other hand, higher nature is jiva, Mm. atman, 
or soul mm. which we cannot see or feel the lower knowledge is of the intellect and the senses and comprises all empirical and objective knowledge it is therefore limited to the finite world hmm. but knowledge of the atman or soul hmm. is the higher knowledge and is known as paravidya hmm. it is not the knowledge of the external world hmm. it is also not the subjective experience of concepts and emotion hmm. the main purpose of a man is to attain this paravidya mm-hmm. and it is a held belief that one who does not strive to achieve this has wasted his or her lifetime i think that that goes back to the concept of enlightenment right True. Uh, now here is another interesting point that krishna makes he says that there is a huge gap between knowing and doing now we speak words of wisdom right but we are unable to use the knowledge to overcome the challenges of life right yes it is easy to say but pretty difficult to do it actually i am just remembering the dialogue in matrix uh. morpheus basically tells neo i can only show you the door but you have to walk through it exactly you know what krishna says is many times we fail to use our wisdom because we have not followed these three phases of shravana manana and nidhi dhyasana yes. So now let me explain what it is okay Mhm Shravana is listening or reading or the intake of knowledge Okay Now Manana is contemplating the truth mm-hmm. So you might listen you might read but you need to be mindful of what you are listening to and what you are reading right mm, Makes sense So Manana means your ability to reflect ponder and contemplate what you hear or what mm. you read and then we have nidhi dhyasana which means living and breathing the truth mm. there is only one truth and it is also the result of shravana and manana mm. so when your hearing becomes authentic which means you're very mindful about what you are listening to then your contemplation and action also becomes solid polished and refined and then this nidhi dhyasana arises on its own so which, hmm. so you will be in a position to make a solid and fair judgment i like this point mm-hmm. so let me try to explain in today's context okay with so much fake news uh, yeah. media propaganda social media so on yeah. can you really believe everything you hear or read or see no <laughs> okay so step back for a second mm. take a deep breath yeah. and think and make your own judgment mm. don't just take everything at face value yeah. and accept everything you hear on f- facebook whatsapp social media the news channel and so on yeah so again that comes with what you are listening to right i mean right. if you are listening to all the negative news then that means you are attracted to drama mm. and then you cannot contemplate the truth mm. so you're delusional you're brainwashed and so it goes back to being mindful of what you are listening to Correct. so in fact actually krishna as well as buddha encourages us to challenge our source of knowledge mm. or even gurus what they are saying is choose your source of information wisely very important very mm. important mm. in today's world especially mm. mm-hmm. now let's talk about why we fail to see the truth mm. or ishvara mm. as krishna says mm. it is because of maya now what is maya maya is nothing but the three qualities or gunas mm. sattva rajas and tamas okay these three inseparable qualities exist simultaneously in on all matter mm-hmm. all the time so let's see what it is sattva basically is equilibrium 
harmony mm. or serenity mm-hmm. rajas is movement action dynamism okay and tamas is inertia or stagnancy mm. in the internal world of the mind sattva is uh, purity compassion wisdom knowledge generosity patient kindness all good things all positive and mm-hmm. good things mm-hmm. rajas is desire attachment possessiveness fear nervousness anxiety power prestige name and fame all humanly thing yeah it's in the middle uh-huh. and tamas on the other hand mm. are impurity mm. greed mm. anger dullness envy jealousy delusion confusion so all bad things all negative things all negative okay it is up to you if you want to lead a sattvic life rajasic life or tamasic life yeah but i assume that everybody aspires to lead a sattvic life right that might be true but the kind of life you lead depends on your mind hmm. let me try to explain okay hmm. your mind has an adoptive nature mm-hmm. it is also strongly affected by the quality of your environment and association hmm. it is affected by what you are listening to what you are talking everything that you do hmm. so everything you do is somehow related to these three forces or energies or gunas hmm. that cause maya basically krishna is trying to suggest that truth or ishvara or atman or your inner consciousness true nature is beyond and above maya hmm. which means beyond these three gunas it is beyond space and time and because we are always bound by maya we cannot actually enjoy the essence of life or truth or atman or ishvara or ishvara hmm. so the conclusion is pretty clear only those who aspire to have this self realization will attain truth ishvara or i say nirvana or moksha or enlightenment so i i guess ishvara is not what we see in the temple the temple is man made <laughs> that's not how it works <laughs> but first you should start thinking about how you can lead a sattvic lifestyle hmm. that itself can give you happiness and inner peace mm-hmm, of right? course mm-hmm. and that comes with everything we discussed here in particular shravana mm-hmm. which is to be mindful of what you are listening to mm-hmm. manana learning to contemplate the truth mm-hmm. and nidhi dhyasana that is attaining enlightenment or ishvara or truth mm, amazing i think that's all we have for today we'll get back to you next week with chapter 8 until then thank th- you very much thank you, thank you.